Here's Dan Schulman, President and Chief Executive Officer at PayPal, on the discussion Prioritizing Small Business in Economic Recovery, sponsored by PayPal. This idea of how can we help our small business customers really rethink their entire strategy for how do they continue going forward when the world has shifted more and more towards digital is something that we're, I think, uniquely able to go and do. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search PayPal. Politics, power, and the people. From Washington, D.C., this is The Week on the Hill. We are unified, and I look to the voters across America. Republican voters are unified in their support and their desire to work with President Trump, and we are unified as Republicans. I uh, will do everything I can to ensure that the former president never again gets anywhere near the Oval Office. We have seen the danger that he continues to provoke with his language. The new number three House Republican, New York Congresswoman Elise Stefanik, and the former number three, Congresswoman Liz Cheney, reflecting the divide within the GOP, even as the new Republican conference chair pledges to work for unity. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and it's clear that for House Republican leaders, the GOP is still the party of former President Trump. I also want to thank this leadership team. I look forward to working with them in partnership, shoulder to shoulder, to make sure that we are fighting on behalf of hardworking Americans. I also want to thank President Trump for his support. He is a critical part of our Republican team. House Republicans voted Stefanik into the leadership just months after Cheney had held on to her post in a vote not long after the January 6th attack on the Capitol. Cheney has been pushed aside for criticizing former President Trump and his baseless claims about the election and for his role in maintaining a message that many in the rioting mob took to heart when they broke into the Capitol. Cheney says she wants no part of that. We cannot both uh, embrace the big lie and embrace the Constitution. And going forward, the nation needs a strong Republican Party. Uh, the nation needs a party that, uh, that is based upon fundamental principles of conservatism. But House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who's hoping to become majority leader after the midterm elections next year, is betting on the Trump wing of the party. And he's hoping to sharpen the Republican message against President Biden and Democrats. We've got a lot of work to do in this conference. The policies of Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden are destroying this nation. We got gasoline lines, we got stations that have no gas, we got gasoline in Virginia $7 a gallon. We got month over month core inflation we have not seen since the 80s. While there are plenty of issues to point to, President Biden and the country got a lift and a reprieve related to the pandemic with the CDC's new guidelines that allow fully vaccinated Americans to no longer wear their masks in most situations. This recommendation holds true whether you are inside or outside. I think it's a great milestone, a great day. It's been made possible by the extraordinary success we've had in vaccinating so many Americans so quickly. Some lawmakers in the Senate pulled off their masks after getting the word from the CDC saying freedom. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, who's consistently worn a mask, said free at last as he walked past reporters. Masks have at times caused flare-ups in Congress, like this one between Ohio Senator Sherrod Brown and Alaska Senator Dan Sullivan. I'd start by asking the presiding officer to please wear a mask. I don't wear a mask when I'm speaking, like most senators. Most lawmakers are fully vaccinated, but House Speaker Nancy Pelosi recently indicated about a quarter are not, and House rules still require masks to be worn on the House floor. 
Also in the House, there are now plans for a vote on bipartisan legislation to create a 9-11 type of commission to investigate the attack on the Capitol. It comes out of the House Homeland Security Committee after months of wrangling among members of both parties. The panel would be equally divided between members of both parties and members of the commission would come from outside of Congress. Lawmakers, however, remain divided about even the most basic facts about what happened on January 6th. Some House Republicans received widespread criticism after suggesting at a House hearing that what happened at the Capitol that day had been overblown. Georgia Congressman Andrew Clyde. There were some rioters and some who committed acts of vandalism. But let me be clear, there was no insurrection, and to call it an insurrection, in my opinion, is a bold-faced lie. Watching the TV footage of those who entered the Capitol and walked through Statuary Hall showed people in an orderly fashion staying between the stanchions and ropes taking videos and pictures. You know, if you didn't know the TV footage was a video from January the 6th, you would actually think it was a normal tourist visit. Except that 140 police officers were injured, five people were killed, and more than 20,000 National Guard members were called in after the attack, which took place as Congress tried to affirm the results of the 2020 presidential election. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is critical of the Republicans' comment. That was quite appalling. Well, I don't know on a normal day around here when people are threatening to hang the vice president of the United States or shoot the speaker in the forehead uh, or disrupt uh, and injure so many uh, police officers. Uh, I, I don't consider that normal. The pandemic has created what's been a far from normal situation for the country. But there are signs of what passes for normal here in Washington. President Biden has been meeting with congressional leaders and Republican senators to try to hammer out major infrastructure legislation. During a recent White House meeting, the president and GOP lawmakers all took off their masks after the CDC released its latest guidelines. Hopefully, now that the Colonial Pipeline is again up and running after the hack attack, the long lines for gas will start to ease, just as the shelves once again filled with toilet paper at the outset of the pandemic. I'm WTOP's Mitchell Miller, and this is The Week on the Hill. 